Once you see what you actually are, that you're an infinite, limitless being, you'll see that nothing exists outside of you. I'm your host, Derek Grant, and this is the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pathway Your Results Podcast. It is your boy, DG. We are here, live and in effect. Okay, here's what happens. I'm going to give you guys kind of what, how I come up with episodes. Not how I come up with them. They actually come to me. But usually it's in the shower. Usually I'm in the bathroom. I don't know why. I'm not using the bathroom. I'm just in the bathroom. It is my think tank where things will just come to me, right? I have... Uh, whatever we call it, downloads or whatever you want to call them. But I have a story to tell you. And this story is going to seem like it's my story, but it's really the story of mankind. It's the story of all of human beings because it's not the surface. It's always going to be the thing below. And I'm going to use the surface to get down below so you can see, dang, I don't have anything to worry about. I shouldn't be actually stressed about this. So... You guys, this podcast was birthed, this mission, um, this thing that I that I that you see me know me as today in 2024, this was birthed from a hardship. This was birthed from a from a struggle. This was birthed from adversity, as most things will be, right? Most most of us, we all have this what we refer to as the sacred wound, where something happens that forces us to question who and why and what we are. And this is when we essentially start turning inward, right? So back in 2018, 2017 really is when I started my awakening. Because people always ask me, when did you when did you have this awakening? I look back on it, and it actually started in 2017 when I started going through a rough time. And here was the rough time. I was involved with someone who was a business partner at the time who, you know, it is what it is. It's just his behavior was not conducive to the life that I want to live today, right? Um, I, I hate to use this word, but maybe morally corrupt. I started reading this book called The Power of Now, right? Eckhart Tolle. I started reading this book. And that book helped me immensely, like immensely. And I would I would go lay in my closet on the floor. I didn't I knew nothing about meditation. I was super three-dimensional with a little tinge of spirituality without even really knowing it, but I would go lay on the floor. And I would get so deep into a trance, I could literally hear the heartbeat of the earth. It was like woo 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 And I I remember the peace that I would feel. And every night I would just go lay in my closet. My wife, when she got to the point, she's like, okay, he's going to go lay on the floor. I don't know why, but he's laying on the floor. Looking back on it now, it was almost like my higher self was like trying to push me towards the spiritual side, but the 3D mind wouldn't let it, right? So it it wouldn't meditate. It would lay on the floor. It wasn't reading spirituality. It was reading uh, self-help books by Eckhart Tolle, trying to figure out how to be more present, right? So... I started reading this book because I was struggling internally, although I did not have the awareness to realize how much internally I was struggling. But as time went on to 2017, 2018, we get a little deeper, a little deeper involved with this business partner. Then it's like, okay, let's move down to Naples, Florida. Now, let me tell you this story, okay? 2017, I had bought a property. I bought a property probably about 30 minutes away from where I lived before. And the reason why I bought this property, I bought three and a half, four acres because I was a basketball trainer at the time. I'm going to build a court on my property so I can train whoever, whenever, however, whenever I want. I don't have to depend on a building, right? Subsequently enough, the building that I was training out of 
was owned by this business partner. So my thought process is like, okay, let's do this. And I'm super driven, super passionate. Like, okay, we're going to do it. Let's do it. Find the land. It's perfect, right? Buy the house. Okay, cool. We move in in June in 2017. I'm like, okay, we'll start building in June of 2018. Never made it to June of 2018. Because essentially my business partner at the time was running away from the law unbeknownst to me. And he's like, let's move down to Florida. We have this great deal. We'll do this, do this, do this. Okay, cool. Here's why I'm telling you this. Okay, stay with me. Because when something is for you, the answer will always come first, but you will not be able to perceive it because the question has not come yet. And here's why I'm saying, good God Almighty, I don't want to start preaching already, but we're going to go ahead and do it. The question will not come until the hardship has presented itself. So I already got the answer. I already got the solution, but there is no problem yet because the problem comes with the hardship that forces you to start to go on a quest. And when you start to go on a quest, well, what are we looking for? You were looking for yourself. And the hardship is what made you to start go looking for yourself. And when you start going and looking for yourself, here's what happens. You start to ask questions that you had never asked before. So we decide in April of 2018, we're going to move in June of 2018 down to Naples, Florida. Okay. Now, I don't know if you're from Indiana listening to this right now. I'm not from Indiana. I've been living in Indiana probably since about 2009. I learned something about people in Indiana. People in Indiana, usually if you're born in Indiana, raised in Indiana, you don't leave Indiana. My wife, trying to convince her to move down to Naples, Florida, when she was born and raised in Indiana, I probably would have been done better herding cats. And then once I had convinced her, we had to convince her, her parents, right? But here's my point. It all went so seamless. It happened. We sold our house in a day, and it wasn't even listed. And we sold it to a cash buyer without an agent. Come on, where do they do that at? Where do they do that? How does that happen? And it was like, okay, this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to do this, man. This is, but then I started to feel in my heart, these red flags. I started to feel like this doesn't feel right. This feels rushed. And my father even said to me, why are you in such a hurry? What's going on? And I'm like, no, 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 dad, we good. We good. We good. No, don't worry about it. But then I realized, because this is the way it works. Your heart whispers. Your heart ain't going to be loud. Your heart ain't going to be like, hey, what did I tell you? That's not the way the heart says. The heart's going to say, hey, are you sure? Do you think we should do this? It's going to whisper and it's going to present itself in a question. So here's my point. I had every red flag going off in my heart, but I didn't know what my heart sounded like. I didn't know how it communicated. I had never uh, done anything or, or, or exercised the Christian folk, what we call discernment. I didn't know what discernment was. Discernment was you knowing what your heart sounded like and then being able to make decisions based on when the heart spoke. I had never I had never gone against my heart. I didn't have to listen to it. So now my head is like, no, but this is a great opportunity. We're going to move down to Naples. We're going to make a bunch of money. Then I will be enough. And people in Indiana say, wow, he's so successful. Look at what he's done. This was all going on in my head, but my heart was like, I don't know. This is a good idea. So anyway, we sold the house. We went, I went down to Florida early. My wife stayed back behind, right? So she's finishing up, packing up the house. I had moved all the big stuff down. I wasn't sure when I packed up the house in Indiana, whether or not we had had the house 
in Florida, whether or not it was um, it came with a washer or dryer. Now, I know what you're thinking. How in the world would you not know if it had a washer and dryer? Because I'm going to teach you how a manipulator and how a narcissist operates, okay? They will manipulate the sh- out of you to the point that you don't even know. You can't even think rationally. So the house that we were moving in, yeah, we had picked it, but it was not in our name. This guy had put it in his name, in his son's trust, and he was like, "Oh, I'll I'll switch it over to your I'll switch it over to your name once we get settled in." Okay. Mind you, my mind is like, "Yeah, but if we get if we get down there, then he'll do it." You know, I keep his word. You know, he's never lied before. We get down there, right? And I'm like, are you kidding me? The house already came with a washer and dryer. The house had already come with a washer and dryer. And we bought, brought the washer and dryer from Indiana down to Florida. Now, here's the last part of it. The people who we were selling the house to, they were moving in in three days in Indiana. And when we went back and looked at it, they we had agreed to leave the washer and dryer. So now here I am, there's a washer and dryer in Florida that I do not need. And that same washer and dryer needed to be in Indiana. And I'm like, what the? So I start scrambling, right? I get on the app. I'm down in Florida. Hurry up and buy the same washer and dryer on Lowe's, the Lowe's app. (laughs) It gets delivered the morning of the day the people are moving in. Okay. So here's why I have to tell you this. Because sometimes the answer comes before the question. And that washer and dryer was literally the answer that would be needed a year later. But it was unbeknownst to me. But the higher self had already known. And the reason why is because the real you, the infinite you, the one that's actually sitting on the couch with the controller in its hand, controlling Super Mario, (coughs) excuse me, controlling DG, controlling Janine, controlling Robert, that part exists outside of space and time. So it already knew how the game was being played. It already knew how things were supposed to be. But see, this is the part of being a human being where we're, we're, we have the ability to be in the game, but you also have the ability to be outside of the game and control the game from the outside on the inside, which is why I will tell you now until the day that this body, this vessel, this consciousness decides to leave this earth, you got to know your heart. You got to know what your heart sound like because that was the link that was how we were getting the quote unquote downloads on demand and how we would knew how to know how to make our next move. I did not know this till we moved down to Florida. So let's fast forward a little bit. As, as the year starts to play out, things start to go into hell in a handbasket. Here's the reason why I got to tell you this. Okay. I never really told this story like this. I got to tell you because, because here's, I, I don't want you to ever put me on a pedestal and make me, make you think that I am, well, he did it. I can't do it. My whole mission here is to get you to say, well, if he did it, I know I can do it. I know I can do it. So as this goes on, this year of 2018, right? Moved down there in June, July. We can't move, we can't even put the kids in school. You know why we can't put, put the kids in school? Because in order to put your kids in school, your kids have to be at a registered address. Well, we couldn't put it the address that we lived in because we didn't own the house. And this guy had used his son, used our address because that was his kid. Do you see how this works? So now we're up a creek even more. Now, I don't know if you guys got a, if you're married, you got a significant other, 
When something puts the children in harm's way, don't you get Mama Bear involved. My wife, Carly, if you know her, it's the lover. But this is when she was like, "Uh uh-uh, something's wrong. Something is wrong. Something is off. Now, mind you, I'm trying to play it cool because in my mind, I want to make sure that everything goes just as smooth because I'm the one who, quote unquote, took her away from her family. I'm the one who moved everybody down to Florida for this prosperity and these new opportunities. And now I start to see like, oh, my gosh, this is oh, boy. Okay, the plane, the plane's losing speed. How do we how do we how do I get this thing? How do I how do I just keep the, the, the wings level? And then here's what ends up happening. So often with a lot of us. We realize that we're in a situation, maybe we're in a quote unquote mess, and then we try to clean up the mess. We try to clean it up. But all it does is just make another mess and another mess and another mess. Instead, this is why authenticity, vulnerability is so powerful, because you stop the mess of being made even more by saying, hey, I don't know what to do. I'm really, I'm just as scared as you are right now. This is not what I thought it was going to be. I wish I had done that. I wish I was emotionally mature enough to say, I don't know what the is going on. This is not what I had planned. As things go on, it got worse and worse and worse. I'm not going to get on the details of it because I want, I want to make sure that you guys understand the gist of it so you can apply it to your life. But I'm talking about money stolen, credit ruined, cars stolen, literally cars stolen, like movie type stuff, right? But here's the reason why I, I did this podcast. About February of 2019, we realized we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And we started to like formulate plans of how we were going to get out of here. How are we going to move back to, 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 to Indiana? This person was in control of our income, our house. We had no cars, literally had our whole life like this. The only thing, the only thing that this person did not have was a fraction of my mind. I did not know how, but I knew that there was hope. I did not know how it was going to play out, but I knew there was always hope. And one day, I swear to you on everything, I was sitting on down on my, it was like May. I was down on the, in, in this house, huge, huge house. I'm sitting on the floor. My kids at the time are um, five and three. And I'm just sitting on the floor crying. And they just come and just lay down with me. They just like start hugging me. Because a kid, a child doesn't know what's going on. A child comes from a pace of pure love. And they're hugging me. And I'm like, I see what matters now. All of this means nothing. Here I am, here I am living the life that I had quote unquote thought I always wanted to live. And now it means nothing. And this, this was when life started to change. And I said, I got to figure out a way. And I told my wife, I said, I don't know how we ain't got no money. We lost everything. We got to figure out a way to get back to Indiana. I was going to have to put my pride aside, call up my in-laws, tell my parents what had been going on. We got to tell everybody because for, for the longest, nobody knew what was going on. So now I got to tell them and tell everybody what's going on. My father-in-law, my mother-in-law, they said, y'all get y'all's butt home. Y'all can stay with us if you need to. Forever grateful for that. But here's, here's, here's where it gets interesting, right? I was in such a low place. I didn't even know where we were going to live. I told my wife, I'm like, I don't care. I'm so ashamed. Like, go find a place. Go find a house. We couldn't buy a house because our credit had been ruined. The bank wouldn't give us a loan, right? They wouldn't. They wouldn't. <laughs> we couldn't. Like, so we're going to have to rent. This was the worst thing ever in my mind. Renting? What? DG doesn't rent. What in the world is going I felt like a failure. I felt ashamed. I feel like I let my family down. I feel like a loser. This is when I started to like wonder, do I want to still keep living life? 
I've never felt like this before. I'm like, do I still want to keep living this thing called life? I feel like I'm unworthy, so unworthy. My wife ended up finding a house and I told her, I don't even want to see the house. I don't even want to see it. Go ahead and find it, whatever it is. If we can afford it, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. We come back licking our wounds, right? Good God Almighty, here it comes. The one house that we found that was available and it checked every box. It fit within our budget. It was within where we wanted to live, X, Y, Z. It was close enough to our parents. This house was the only house that did not already come with a washer and dryer. It did not have a washer and dryer. And when I lived in Florida for that year, every day I would walk out in that garage and that washer and dryer that was not needed. When we lived in Indiana, we brought the washer and dryer down to a house that already had a washer and dryer. Every day I walked inside, I walked outside, I saw this washer and dryer sitting here in the garage. And the frustration I would feel, the anger I would feel, the guilt I would feel, the shame that I would feel. The reason why I was so mad, because I said, you idiot. Why did you do this? You should have asked. It encapsulated the whole move. You should have asked more questions. You should have listened to your heart a little bit more. And I was so frustrated, so unbelievably frustrated with myself every time I saw this washer and dryer. And then somehow that washer and dryer that I had cursed, that I was angry at, that I was upset with, somehow that ended up being the answer. That was actually what was needed. And I started to realize as I had this awakening, right? This awakening didn't happen all at once. It was happening slowly. But when I moved back to Indiana, I started to realize, oh my goodness, that washer and dryer was there from the beginning, but I could not see it. I could not see it because I did not have a reason to see it because the question had not been asked because the hardship had not presented itself. Do we see how this works? Do we see? So here's why I'm saying this. This This is the whole reason behind the podcast. Do you not know that every answer that you will need later down the road has already been supplied to you? Just because you can't see it, it doesn't mean that it wasn't there. It was already there. So if this podcast, here's what I want you to think of. When you question, why am I doing this? Is this supposed to be this way? I can't believe this. How come me? Why me? Just think of DG in this story of the washer and dryer. I think the Bible says, I think God was speaking at one point. He said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. I know the end from the beginning, right? I know the end from the beginning. There's a part of you, my friend, that knows the end before the beginning. Just because it's not within your conscious awareness does not mean that you're not moving and shaking and doing things from the spiritual awareness of the higher self that already knew what it needed. That's what happened with the washer and dryer. That's what happened when we moved down to Florida. The whole thing was needed because I'm sitting here telling you, if I don't move down to Florida, you're not getting this version of me. You're not getting this uh, uh, awakened version of me at the level that it's at right now. So hear me when I say this. Do not think at one moment or for one moment in your life that the adversity, that the struggle, the hardship, the breakup, the disappointment, the unworthiness, the enoughness. Don't think for one second that it's not working itself out for your expanded awareness. My mom used to always say, it's always working itself out for the good. Well, I ask myself, what is good? It's your expanded self-awareness. So I can tell you right now, 
that washer and dryer encapsulates life. You already got everything. You just don't need it yet. I already had a washer and dryer. It's almost as if there was a part of me that knew this ain't going to work. You ain't going to be down here long. So I need you to keep this washer and dryer. So when you move back, you'll be ready to roll. But I could not see it. Why? Because the part of me that I identified with, the ego, the lower mind, it existed within the video game. You don't know what board is coming up next unless you're outside of the game. And this is why it was so important for us to not only endure our hardships, our struggle, our adversity, but to realize that it's actually helping you. It's helping you to become more self-aware. This was my story. This was my story. I just wanted you to hopefully see how this is just one of the many. I could go on. I could give you probably 10 other things right now that the answer always came first and that answer didn't mean anything. It didn't mean anything until that question had came. But I didn't question anything while things were easy. You realize that you only question things when it gets hard. Hmm? You only question things when it gets hard. Well, nobody ever asked no question when everything's rolling. You never asked for nothing to eat when you weren't hungry. Good God Almighty, they ain't trying to hear me right now. Did nobody ever ask for nothing to eat when you, were, when you weren't hungry? I'm hungry. What are we going to eat for dinner? When you had a belly full and you were sitting back like a fat cat, you never asked, what are we eating for dinner, did you? This is why the hardship is needed. You actually needed a little bit of hunger to get those hunger pangs. You actually needed to get your knees bruised up a, a bit. You actually needed for him to leave you. You actually needed for the kids to talk. You needed all of this. You needed all of it because it wasn't until then that you were going to start to ask questions. And when you start to ask questions, like I said at the beginning, you were going to start to go on a quest to find thyself. And once you found thyself, nobody and no thing could ever tell you what you were not. So this is where if we look at the scriptures, if we look at every esoteric teaching, the dark and the light, the yin and the yang were not opposites. They were just mere sides of the one thing. They were needed. All of it was operating in divine order. Divine order. When I hear divine, I think outside of space and time. Divine means it's not confined by time. So if it's not confined by time, that means it already knows the end from the beginning. Trust in that. Rest in that. Walk in that. Know that. It's already going to work itself out. And then here's the re here's the cool part about it. You only going to see life however you see it. So when I walk in this energy of, I know it's always working itself out. Good God Almighty, ain't nobody going to tell me nothing. I don't care what it looks like. I know it's going to work it out. And don't you even get in my business and ask me how, because I don't have the answer for you yet. But I can tell you now, three years later, I can tell you exactly how it worked itself out. Yeah, I can tell you what the washer and dryer was for now. <laughs> I couldn't tell you back at the time, though. But I had to let the story play out a little bit more. My son, when we sit down and we watch movies, my son's always like, what's happening? What, what, why is he doing that? And I was looking at him and saying, yo, chill. Chill. Let it play out. It's going to tell, it's going to tell you why. Surely they're not going to just leave it open-ended. Let it play out. Oh, do you not know that your life is a movie? Why don't you let it finish playing out? Let it play out. It's going to give you context so you could see that the answers were already there. I hope this helped you. I hope this 
gave you what you needed along your journey as always. I told you in 2024 we were turning up, right? I told you already. We're 20 we we turned it up. Like I'm I'm I feel like I'm back. I feel like I'm 20 years old again. I'm I'm over here. I got goals. I'm like I'm going to do this. I'm going to touch these people. I'm going to help these people. I'm going to do this with myself. And I'm I feel like we back locked in on that Kobe Kobe energy. That like, We're here. You're here. Stop wasting your time. Stop waiting for someone else to do something for yourself that you can do for yourself. Now's the time. Figure yourself out. Learn you. I'll do all I can from my end. I will do all I can to put the energy out there and give you as much knowledge and and wisdom and and experiences that I've had to maybe help you along your journey. But you got to do your work too. Keep going. As always, I wish you nothing but the best on the pathway to your results.